let's get started. I'm Joe. And I'm Brian. And we are Where is the Rulebook? We're going to bring you a weekly board game walkthrough for your lunch break or daily commute. This season one of Where is the Rulebook? We'll be focusing on games to get you started in the world of board gaming or just any staple for a game night. We will be walking you through the rulebooks of some of the most loved board games known by all. Throughout the season, we're going to introduce new games, give you some general information about them. Then we're going to open up the box, talk about what you find, and then we're going to set up a game. Then we're going to talk about what you can do per turn, how the game comes to an end, how you win, and you will hear a few sample rounds for Joe and I playing through the game. And then we'll get a little more personal and talk about our strategies, our opinions of the game. For today's game, the worst has come true. This Halloween, we play as heroes to drive away not one, not two, but seven horrifying monsters in today's game, Horrified. On Horrified's box, it says the game time is 60 minutes, and one to five players can play this game. It is recommended by BoardGameGeek to use three players. And according to BoardGameGeek, this is categorized as a cooperative, point-to-point movement, pick-up-and-deliver, and a dice-rolling game. Now, where is the rule book? When you open the box, you will find the rule book and the game board, along with six monster mats and seven monster figures. You'll have seven hero badges and figures to go along with it, 10 villager figures, and 60 item tokens inside an item bag. You also will find 30 monster cards, 20 perk cards, the frenzy and terror markers, Reference cards for each player, three dice special to this game, and each monster might have special tokens that you'll use if they're in the game. We will begin setting up the board with the monsters. The first thing we'll do is unfold the board and lay it out on the table. Place the terror marker at the top left of the board on the zero. The terror marker is the black lightning bolt with the skull on it. You will shuffle the monster cards and place them face down next to the board. In the rulebook, please reference the difficulty chart to determine how many monsters you should play against and place the mats in a row next to the board, depending on how many monsters you want to fight. You will place the frenzy token on the lowest frenzy monster. This is the little fire token, and you'll place it on the lowest number located on the monster mat. Complete the setup for each monster in your game Use the back of the monster bat. It has a nice little guide that tells you exactly where to place your monster figure on the board, as well as any special rules related to that monster. And finally, you'll place all the villagers next to the board. And for the players or the heroes, we're going to mix the hero badges up and give one randomly to each player, and then they get the corresponding hero figure. Place the hero at the starting location noted on the badge for the heroes. Shuffle the perk cards, and everyone gets one randomly, and these can be face up next to the board. You put the, re- you put the rest in a pile you're going to draw throughout the game. Put all the items in the provided bag, mix them up, and draw 12. Those 12 items will have a location on them, and that's where they're going to go on the board. Now that the board is set up, now that the board is set up, let's go through what each turn looks like. Each turn is performed in this order, and there are two phases, the hero phase and the monster phase. To begin, the hero phase 
lets you take as many actions as indicated at the top of your badge. The different actions you can take are you can move to an adjacent space on the board. You can guide a villager to or from an adjacent space uh, from your hero. Use your hero's special action as indicated on your badge. You can pick up items on your space. You can share any number of items with another player on the same space. Or you can advance the monster task on the monster mat if you are in the space with the monster. And finally, defeat the monster if you meet all requirements noted on the monster mat. And after the hero takes their turn, the monsters get to go. First thing you're going to do is draw a monster card from the top of the deck. There's going to be three things on this card, and we will resolve them from top to bottom. The very top of the card is going to show you how many items to draw from the bag. Place those items on the map, just like we did when we started the game. The next is going to be the event. In the middle of the card, it's going to have an event. It might be a monster you don't have in the game. In this case, you just ignore it and move to the next phase. But if the monster is in the game, just follow the directions on the card and do that event. And on the very bottom of the card is the monster strike. There will be a number of icons. If any of those icons are available to in the game, you do the strike. It's going to have a moving and an attack. It tells you how much they move, how many dice to roll if they're attacking. And then if their frenzy item shows up, whatever monster is frenzied, they get to go. So it's possible a monster might take two turns in one round. Before we begin playing, there are a couple special rules that we need to take note of so we can play properly. The first one is, during any monster strike, if you're on the same space as the monster, they will roll the number of die that's located on the bottom of the event card for the monster. If you are hit, your player gets knocked out and starts their next turn at the hospital. You can, however, block hits by discarding any item you have. A knockout doesn't remove any items or perks from your player, though, for future rounds, which is nice. But if you are knocked out, you do move the terror track up by one. There's also the Frenzy. Frenzy, as noted before, is the little fire token. And what the Frenzy essentially makes each monster a wild that's frenzied. If you pick up the monster card and the very bottom, there's a fire symbol. It means that monster moves and attacks. And when we opened the box, we found those villager tokens, and we haven't talked about those yet either. So when you draw the monster card, they may tell you to put villagers on the map. It tells you where they start, and on the token, it also tells you where their safe location is. You may use your move or guide action on your turn to move villagers to their safe locations. They also will move with you as you move through their spaces. And when we're talking about monster attacks, if a villager is attacked by a monster, they're actually killed instantly. There's no way to defend a monster attack as a villager. And as soon as a villager is killed, you do raise the terror track by one, just like it was if you get knocked out. But if there's a hero in the same space as the villager, the monster will always prioritize the hero when they attack. And there's one more deck in this game, the perk deck. If you bring a villager to their safe location, you get to draw a perk card from the perk deck. This is the only way to get more perk cards. Perks can be anything, and they're always beneficial to the players. Perks can be played 
on any player's turn, but only during the hero phase. Once you hit the monster phase, it's a no-go. And playing a perk doesn't take an action. So if you have more than one, you can play both without any actions being used. And we've talked a lot about the monsters, but there are six separate monster types in this game with seven figures. Every monster is unique, and they all have special attacks, abilities. You want to reference the monster mat to see how you are going to advance the quest, which is the bottom half of the monster mat, to then allow you to defeat the monster before the game comes to an end. And each monster has a power symbol. That only activates if during a monster strike, the power symbol icon is rolled. And if it is rolled, you just follow the instructions on the monster mat and continue on with the turns. Now that we've went through the rules, the actions per turn, and we set up a game, let's talk about our game that we're going to play, Joe. I got the professor as my random hero. I have four actions throughout my turn, and my special action is I can move any hero or villager one space. That's pretty good. Uh, I have the archaeologist. Uh, I have four actions. And I have a special action that lets me pick up items from adjacent spaces. I do like that one more, I think. Uh, I've never played as him before. You have. Yep, that was the first one I played with. I really liked it because I didn't have to use that move to get to the space to pick up an item. And I don't think we've played with a professor before, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen this one yet. And for our monsters, we got, we're playing, is it the normal? normal? We're playing the normal. So we're playing normal, which is three monsters, which we have not won <laughs> on normal. So. We probably won't win this game, we but we're going to try. People. And we have less people, less heroes. Um, but we have Dracula, who is one of the standard ones, right? Is he one of the easiest? Easy ones. So he's one of the easiest ones. We also have Frankenstein and, and his bride, who's one of the hardest ones, which I actually thought was easier when we played against him before. And then we have the Wolfman. He's just middle of the road. And Frankenstein and his bride are the reason why there are seven tokens and six monster mats, because they play together. Yeah, there's the two tokens, and they're actually trying to find each other. Um, and before they find each other, if we can turn them into more human-like by giving them gifts, that's how you defeat those ones, yeah. which I felt like wasn't that hard before. But maybe we kind of got lucky with the items that we got on the board when we played it before. But So this game has a great rule, I think, for who goes first. It's the last player who ate garlic. Wasn't me. My last garlic would have been Sunday morning, which sounds weird, but I had leftover cold pizza. <laughs> I was Saturday. So Saturday. Okay, so I'll go first. I just love when games do that. Like something fun. Something fun. It doesn't have to be anything hard, but like games have themes. Like easily find something. Don't just do random player or youngest player. Yeah. I like I remember a game that was the player with the most colors on their clothing gets to go first, like just fun stuff like that. But so the professor, he starts at the hospital and let's see, I'm going to focus on... And we're in the hero phase right now. Yes, we're in the first, my hero phase technically. So really I just need to find items, I think first, I think that's going to be the best way to move forward. So with four actions... I'm going to move all the way to the museum and pick up an item with my fourth action. So that's three moves and one pickup item. And that's it. And that's it for me. So now it's a monster face. So we flip over the deck. Two items go on the board. 
Okay, I'll grab two. And do the, you want to explain what the items are? Yeah, so there are three different types of items. There are blues, reds, and yellows. And for the most part, they all kind of do the same thing. They all have a number on the top, which is like their power. But each monster needs different color items to defeat them. So like in the beginning of Dracula, you need to break his coffins with red items, and then you kill him with yellow items. But when you are getting attacked by a monster, you can discard any color. It doesn't matter what the monster needs. So the card is for the Invisible Man, who we are not playing with, so we get to skip the event. And let's see, I don't think... Oh, we have Dracula and his bride. They both are going to move one. And Dracula a, and his bride? Uh, Dracula? Nope, Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein and his bride. Uh, so they both get to move one, and then they have an attack of three if they're in the same area. And so, they always move towards each other. Only these ones. Only do. these ones. Every Everyone other monster moves on. towards the heroes. <laughs> so these ones, even in the, another turn or two, I might be closer to Frankenstein. He's not going to move towards me if I, unless I'm in his way. Yep. If I'm in his way, then it's it's bad news. And that's it. Now it's your turn. All right. So, and my perk card, by the way. I, I didn't even look at my perk I was going to mention, I have a really nice one that I probably should have played immediately on your turn. <laughs> it says each player draws and places one item from the bag. That's kind of cool. better now than later. Yeah, I mean, might as well throw it out. I think I don't, there's no real reason to it. So just one item. Yeah, so I got the knife at the docks. And I got knives at the docks, well, which is convenient because I start at the docks. Where you start. I have a really cool <laughs> perk card. I haven't seen one of these yet. It actually says, place the invisible man in any space. Oh, interesting. Then it says, or move any monster three spaces. So it's cool that it has like a theme to the invisible man, which obviously we don't have in this game. So my perk is only moving a monster three spaces, but it's cool that they have them spelled out like that. So I'm going to use my perk. Obviously, right now I just did and didn't take any action, which is nice. But now I have no perks. <laughs> um, and remind me, Joe, can you move through monsters without attacking them? Yes. Okay. But they don't move through you without attacking, correct? They monsters, wouldn't. Yeah, they if, you, if, will. if they have a move and you're on the same space as them, they won't move. They're just going to hit you. Okay. Uh, I can pick up items from any space, but I'm already out of space with items. I'm going to go ahead and pick up. You actually, I think if you move up one, you would pick up from both, wouldn't you? Um, or is it just A It adjacent? says in adjacent oh, spaces. Okay, I'm going to be real literal and think it just means one. Yeah, no, I would agree. Otherwise, I thought I said uh, all adjacent spaces. That'd be really good. Yeah. I'm going to pick up, since I'm here, these two, and then that's one action. I'm going to move up and then move over to the theater. So I'm going to go from docks, tower to theater, and then I will use my special action to pick up the other two items at the barn. Uh, that's four actions. I'm that, done. That's your fourth action. So you're gonna maybe have to discard one of those if Frankenstein and his bride move, because now you and his, you and her path. I I am, but you have the, four items. I'm at the same time, I'm trying to like lock down, and I have a bunch of red. So I mean, at this point, I should move up and start taking care of some of these coffins. Yeah, you're pretty close list. to one of the four coffins for Dracula. But let's do the monster face. All right, let's see. Uh, no items, which is unfortunate. <laughs> But luckily, this is for the creature from the Black Lagoon, which is not in our game. And now the Wolfman gets to move one and attack three. 
So does he move? He moves to the closest. So that's yep. gonna be me. So he's, he's gonna move down closer to you, even though it's my your turn. Uh, the bride is the only one that moves, and she does move one in attack three. So uh, let you roll for that. And we rolled one hit, one hit, and two blanks. Um, I have a three, three, five, and four. I'm just gonna get rid of the low ones. Yeah. So that's uh. I think it, gone. The last time we didn't discard items, we were like, "Oh, it's no big deal." You have like seven front or seven uh, terror, and it bit us middle of the game for yeah. sure. I think discarding items is the way to go. <laughs> Plus one turn, we lost like four, and we're like, "Oh god, this is not looking good." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now the frenzy, which is Dracula, moves up. Just one. Just one. All right, and that's it. So he's at the Abbey now. So we got lucky because of the frenzy was the bride. Should have done that twice. But that's my turn. Right. And the monsters. So I have my moves first because I'm not anywhere I need to be. Into the Wolfman space, into the mansion, pick up another item, which is a, a red item for the first time for me, which is one, two, three. And then I'm going to move just to the bridge. Get away from them. Yeah, because <laughs> now they have to have at least a move or two uh, before they hit me again or hit for the first time, I guess. It's kind of awkward because the wolf if the wolfman wasn't there since you got some yellow you could have given it to frankenstein yeah i just didn't want to be so close to the wolfman i'm gonna because you can give i mean four is middle of the road those higher numbers for giving away in the future i think but and now the monster phase. monster phase so two items go on the board nice so this is interesting and i'm gonna need your help on this one it is Move the bride two spaces towards Frankenstein. Yep. Does she still move if she's in a space with you? I would assume she does because the event says it first. Yeah, I would assume so too. So the event says to move her, so she would move closer. And the only monster that gets to strike is the Wolfman. He's apparently very angry this game. He's moving a bunch. He's moving two. Oh no, it's you. comes to me because I'm only two spaces away. And he only has one attack. So hopefully. So we'll roll. And it's attack. It's attack. So I will. I'll get this on my red because you have a bunch of reds right now. That's it. That's it. I because yeah, you always go top to bottom, and because she's not striking and she's moving in the event, I think that's why. Yeah. And we have to give her. <laughs> oh, she needs blue items. We yeah. Have and he needs uh, he needs yellow. I have all red. So remember, I can move a monster three spaces as my special. I I would wait a turn. But that's scary because if they meet at all, they scream. They're scared of each other, just like in the movies. It's good. It's good. Uh, uh, good lore, and they actually raise the terror level up. It's just up by one, right? I believe it's by one. It should say it on there. Yeah, because I can move her farther. Because if they, if we get another move for them, they're gonna, they're gonna reach each other on your monster phase. But I'm in this corner. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, I'm in this corner. I'm just gonna while I'm here. I'm just gonna take out this coffin right now. Do you have do you have six? Uh, I have a yes. Okay, I have way more than enough. So I'm gonna use one, two to get to the dungeon, and I will use the action to advance uh, Dracula's level by destroying the coffin, putting this on the dungeon. It just takes the token that's a coffin on the dungeon on his player mat. And I have to discard at least six power. I have a three, four, and a five. I'm just going to get rid of the three and the four for seven. 
And that's three actions so far. So I'll use the last one to move up to the tower. So during your turn, I was looking at what happens if they meet. It only moves up the terror one, and they both go back to their starting locations. Oh, really? They so, run away? Yeah. I guess it makes sense. They're scared of each other. They run but back still, to safety. But I mean, that means the I terror goes up. <laughs> it means the terror goes up, but I definitely don't think I need to waste my special. No. Just to move the terror one. Not at this level. I mean, if we were closer, like halfway, I would be a little scared. But now, the monster card. None again. Can you please start drawing items? But the good news is, Dracula goes back to the crypt. So he's going to move backwards to where he started. And we have Invisible Man, Frankenstein, and the Frenzied Monster. They're going to move one. So Frankenstein moves up. and Just him, not the bride? Dracula. It's just Frankenstein. Okay, so Dracula's just confused and going back and forth between the crypt and the abbey. Well, it was sunrise, so, you know, he oh, okay. went back to bed, woke up. <laughs> and that's it. Luckily, there was no one near him, so we did not die. I might do that. So I'm going to move back. I'm going to actually go all the way into the abbey where Dracula is. To pick them all up. And pick up a bunch of yellow items. Because yellow I can give to Frankenstein to start making him more human. And then on my fourth action, I'm going to move back. Uh, I wonder if I should just stay there. And do what? If I Oh, move, you think if you move the... If I move, two monsters have a chance to hit me instead true. of just, just one. Just one. That's fair. So I might stay there. So on my last turn... Do you want to use the perk now or just I can use my it? special to move a hero or a villager one space. So I'll move you to the theater. Sure. Yeah. I'll be, I mean... Closer is better because I want to make my way so there's down. There's no villagers on the board yet. I want to make my way one, two, three. I want to go to the Institute yeah. to get this and just start moving them away. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll move you for my fourth action. And now we have the monster. So the hunt is on. Uh, we are not playing with the hunt. Oh, we are playing with the hunt, but he, no one is hunted yet. So if no hero has the hunt album, give them to the current player. So that's, that's you. Me. You are hunted now. So now the wolfman really doesn't like me, even though he's hit me, I think, twice. <laughs> Uh, move the Wolfman three spaces towards me. Perfect. <laughs> well, your greatest fear has been realized. Now I have the Abbey with the Wolfman <laughs> and Dracula, which I was trying to avoid. And let's see. What's his symbol? He is the, the moon. Yeah, the moon. He doesn't attack. Interesting. He just ran real fast. He just ran really fast <laughs> to me. Huh. And the, let's see, Swamp Monster, no go. Dracula gets to move twice. But does he attack? He does. So he doesn't move since he's on your space. So Dracula moves and Frenzy moves. So the first, he attacks with two dice. I got one hit. So I will discard a three for the... Uh, should I waste two items? He's going to attack again. He is frenzied. He's going to attack again. I could just go to the hospital now. Just raise up the terror marker. And just raise terror one. And I got to keep my items and give to Frankenstein. Yeah, I might do that. Are you okay with me taking one of the terrors? I think that's fine. I think that it's it's early on. Yep. And that's it. And then, so he will move now because as a frenzy, he gets another yep. turn again, and now I'm not in that space. And it's important to note that when you get knocked out, I don't think we mentioned this, you actually cannot be targeted for the rest of this turn. Yeah, you're in the hospital until the turn. my turn starts. I have a concussion. I'm not doing well. Dracula punched me and tried to bite my neck or something. So if, you had, if we had uh, more players... The monsters can't go to you. Even the wolfman who's hunting you. Yeah, I'm, I'm off the board until my turn starts. 
So it is back to my turn. I wish I had more than red because I would move them away. Uh, one, two, three. Is she blue? She, she is. is blue. So you could pick it up when you're one space away from her. Yep. And I can move her one. I think that's worth it. Yeah. Just to get her at least a little away. It moves her. It moves her dial one, two. So she's a little bit more human. I'll do that. I'm going to move up one, two. That's two actions. Use my special to pick up the blue that's in the laboratory one space away. And then I'm going to use my advance to advance her token, uh, her dial up one. And when you move it, when you move the dial up, however many you move it, we move her away. So I'll move her one back. And that's it for me. And let's see. The monster is three. Finally, drawn zero for a bit. <laughs> And we'll put those on the board. And this one is for, oh, it's a villager. Place Dr. Cranley at the laboratory. And this is how we kind of got in trouble last time. <laughs> if you ignore the villagers, this game ends real fast. And let's see, we have Invisible Man and- What's the mansion? The mansion? It's where Dracula's oh, currently at. That, he was covering up the word. Okay. Uh, with no invisible man, we do have a frenzy, which is Dracula. He's going to move one. So he's only going to move to me. Well, we moved to Frankenstein. <laughs> Closer there. They're hanging out. A yellow item actually went in between me and Frankenstein. So that's going to be nice because that's what he needs to become more human. So I don't know why I went for the monster card first. I had to go first. <laughs> one to go up to the church. Two to pick up an item. Yep. Three to move to him. And Ooh. Then I will give him four. That's that's awesome. Where are you gonna move him? I might just move him down back to like the hospital area. Or maybe to the graveyard. I mean put him in the graveyard. Yeah. We have to go there anyway. It's only two. Yeah. But I might as well move him. There. And I still have three items. I think this time, unless he's unless he's gonna hit me twice again. I think I'm gonna discard an item if Dracula does attack, but we'll see. I think that we're in a good spot. Yeah, so. so Frankenstein, you have to give him a, items up to 11 score to make him more human. His bride doesn't need as much. Seven? Eight. Eight, though. So, yeah, she doesn't need as much material items. She's more of a, a true romantic. <laughs> I think she's just more human. <laughs> That's true. She is more human, I guess. So I guess that makes sense. So let's see. I have another village. Well, three items go on the board. And a villager place Wilbur and Chick at the shop. Is that two? No, there's a uh, one person. Oh, bummer. Hey, look at that. <laughs> nice. Uh, where does Wilbur have to go? Uh, they have to go to the dungeon, which is up to the top. Oh, I might just take them with me. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I mean, that just might be my turn. So I have, unfortunately, all three of my monsters on this card are on our game. And that's how we lose. So <laughs> first is Frankenstein. Going to move one. Nothing happens because he just moves to the church. Fantastic. His bride moves one and oh. will attack you with three. Ooh, I only have one item. <laughs> Hopefully I roll well. Come on. You roll I, well. I rolled interestingly. I don't oh, think that's no. well. <laughs> no, because she moves two now to, uh, to Frankenstein. Yeah, so one hit. Are you going to discard your item? I have to. Yeah. 
So no hits happen. And because I rolled a, po a special power, two of them, two of them, move the bride one space towards Frankenstein, which they meet. They now meet. They freak so out. they scream. The frenzy. I keep calling this the frenzy. I don't know why. The terror. The terror goes up to two. And go both go back to their lovely homes until they meet again. And hopefully the next time they meet, they're human and they can fall in love and live happily ever after. But for the third, it's the frenzy, which is still Dracula, who is still with me, apparently. Oh, that's good, though. Yeah, I have items at least. <laughs> um, and he's going to attack for three also. And only one hit. What are you going to discard? The wine. Two. That's the lowest one. Yeah. And you put the three items on the board? I did. Perfect. So yeah, the Institute is looking pretty good. Yeah. I almost want to pick them up. I think you should. Before I take off. I need to get the villagers away. I think you pick up the blues and the... Just do one, two, three, and then maybe... Oh, maybe take both villagers with me. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay, let's do that. Uh, it's my turn. And so... I'll take my four actions. I'll move up to the laboratory and I'll spend one action picking the items up here. The villager would follow you from the shop to the laboratory, correct? Yes. because Even though you, it's not the right direction. If you wants. move, they move with you. Is that a choice or do they have to move with you? I'm pretty sure it is, wow, taking any with you. No, it looks like it's, according to the reference, it's a, you have to. Okay. Which makes sense, right? Because if it was like... Yeah, a hero is not going to leave a villager behind to get eaten. By well, they're also not going to wait. If there's a guy who's like knows what they're doing, and there's like Dracula or a Wolfman, yeah, they're going to be like, "I'm going to follow that guy." Exactly. So you have two villagers in the laboratory. I'm going to use my special action to take the items from oh, the yeah. institute. So that's two, three. That's oh. three because I moved and took two, and I'm going to move back up to the shop. Do you want to move up to the shop? Um, I do because. He needs to go to the precinct, which is at the very top, and he needs to go to the dungeon. I guess I'm going to block Dracula from you. Is she blue or yellow? She is yellow. No, I lied. She is blue. Frankenstein's yellow. I have a lot of blue at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, right now... But you were also in the laboratory. You could potentially solve some of Wolfman's cure, some of the chemical. It's a lot of advancements. It takes six advanced actions. It does, but you can... if. It, <laughs> I would rather, I think, focus on focus on getting the villagers out yeah. and advancing. Well, yeah. Wolfman the hasn't done a whole lot, and he's gonna come towards me and not towards you right now because I'm hunted still. So, so, so that's your turn. So let's do the monsters. Let's do the monster. Let's see. We have the innocent, another villager. But first, there are three items. So we'll place these three items on the board, and the innocent is another villager. We're going to place Maria at the barn. I'm not sure if this is lore or not, but she's holding a flower and it reminds me of the little girl from the Frankenstein movie that he throws in the water. Probably. I mean, everything else is very themed, so... She doesn't have to go very far, luckily. She just has to go to camp. Yeah. Frankenstein, the bride, and Frenzy move. Perfect. So Frankenstein moves one to the church. The bride moves up one to the tower, and Dracula is going to just hit you for three. Three again. And it's two hits. Two hits and a special. So I think I, I'm going to discard both, I think. I would. I don't think we can die. And then for his special, 
So you and the villagers. No, because that's not a move. Oh, really? So, because the action takes them with me. Okay. I would just teleport to you. Okay. Yeah, like I said, makes sense. That's awkward. So luckily, I'm only one yeah, away. Yeah, it's only one away, so it's not that big of a deal. And now I have no items, which is not awesome. But you have a whole bunch, and you're in the same space as me. Yeah. So we could potentially... Can I ask for items on my turn? Or can you yeah. give them on your turn? Uh, it is sharing. It's an action. We can share any number of items. Okay. So we'll finish this game up after we get done recording today. But this is going to be a true co-op game. I mean, we are going to win together or we're going to lose together. We have only lost together. <laughs> so hopefully this time we can come around. We are not looking great, to be honest. The, the uh, terror is at two, which isn't bad, but the monsters are all within one space of us. So that's not awesome. And I'm hunted and I have no items. But we'll see how it goes. And like Brian was saying, this game is full cooperative. We win together, we lose together. Uh, there's only one way to win, and that is we have to drive all the monsters away. We do all the advances, and we defeat them all. However, the game does have a timer, and it does have the terror two, track. Two timers, right? It does. If the terror track ever goes all the way to the seventh, which is a skull, game over. Uh, they've run amok, and the villagers are going crazy, and they've overrun the village. And then finally, the monster deck. There's only 30 cards. When that deck is depleted, the next time you go to draw, game over. And we've taken too long to defeat the monsters, and everyone loses. And we were talking about that before we started recording today. I would be surprised if you got through the monster deck before the terror got to seven. I feel like you would either be doing really well and defeating the monsters or the terror is going to go up to seven before 30 cards get drawn, I feel like. There is a one-player version of this game. If you're one player, all the rules are the exact same except you start at terror three. But if I'm playing by myself and I'm only fighting like two monsters, you can easily avoid yeah. it all. Or, I mean, this is playable up to five so that's only, what, six turns each? Yeah. So that is low. We were talking about how it's like we played with we played three the most. That's 10 turns each. That's a pretty standard amount, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But yeah, five turns, or I mean, six turns each is getting kind of low. So if you are playing with a big group, you probably do have, you could run into the monster deck problem. Yeah, because if, you, if you're playing with five people, that'd be interesting. I think it'd be cluttered. I think there'd be too many people at five. At three, I felt like we had a sweet spot. Yeah. It was challenging. The community agrees, so I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Community is usually correct on those kind of things. It, it felt challenging, but it didn't feel impossible. I agree. And we only failed because we just ignored the villagers. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of my only complaints, really, on this game is when a monster hits a villager, they just instantly die. Mm -hmm. There's no... Like, if he hits me, I have a chance to discard an item... So I just wish that there was a way, like if I could discard an item, if I'm adjacent to a villager to make them not get hit or something like that. But I guess that's all about moving the villager. So if I'm adjacent to him, I should have used an action to bring him to me. But I just feel like that was the one. That was the part that we lost because of so many villagers died. But we should have done better at being with the villagers. So they're hitting us instead of them. It's kind of the strategy I've been seeing in this. When we were playing... 
we were like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to take care of everything right here. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to take out the wolf man, right? I'm going to put all the things here, take all six turns to cure the wolf man. However, those six turns, because I did, I put every single cure there. That's six turns of uh, moving around. And I say turns, I mean actions. Yeah. But it still took you know four actions. It's a whole turn of just sitting in one spot while the monsters are roaming, villagers are out there. And I think the key to this game is probably the management, right? Is constantly moving. Don't ever stay in spot. Just constantly move. Yeah, you'd stay ahead of the monsters. Grab the villagers with you and just take them with you. Yeah, the perk cards are great. I mean, moving a monster three spaces, that can be... I mean, I would have to move Dracula away at this point on my turn because I can't let him hit me again because I have no items. So I like the perk cards are really good. So getting the villagers to the end, I think will make the game easier. I agree because like there are some really good ones. Like, uh, what do we have? Move each monster up to two spaces. That's pretty strong. Move each hero up to two spaces. Yeah, those are both really good. Uh, I got unfortunate when I got like a I think a pretty weak one, but move any hero to any non-water space. Like, I think that maybe that is the key, right? To break this game down is simply micromanaging, yeah. being able to pick up item, maybe not move four, but move one item villager, move one, and just kind of like do it a little by little. Yeah. Keeping items, I think that's what I try to focus on. I, lo- I want to have at least two items with me. Because if I do get attacked, then I can def- I can delete them and you know not get hit. I do like the variety. I do too. Each monster feels very different. I'm excited. I actually so this is I think the f- maybe the first game I don't own that we've covered, but you own it, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. So I bought, but I bought the American monsters. Yes, so the I new one. I didn't want to buy the exact same one as you because I mean we're gonna play together anyways. <laughs> so now I have the American monsters coming. And I get all the new monsters that are based on, you know, American lore instead of Universal movies. Do you know if there's the same situation where there's like seven figures? I, I looked at it. I don't remember. I think it's just six. Just six and yeah, six? Yeah, there's not one that's two like this one that I, that I saw. I, gotcha. didn't, I, I didn't actually look at it all that much. The art looks really cool. It looks like really Americana art instead of like the <laughs> movie art. London looking. Yeah, so it's really kind of cool looking. That, so I'm excited to play it. But yeah, it plays exactly the same. What's nice too is this game is generally not very expensive. MSRP is high for this game, I feel like. It is 40 bucks, but I've seen it on sale very often. Halloween season, I think everyone wants this game on sale right now. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you it. You got it for under 20, right? I did. And uh, but I've seen it on sale for twenty a number of times. And I think a twenty dollars this is a steal. Absolutely, even up to thirty, I think it's a good deal. It's a good deal. The game is fun. It's a good co-op. It's easy enough that you can play with pretty much anyone, but it's still hard enough that it's fun for an advanced gamer to play it. But for forty dollars, I think it is too much for forty. I would not recommend it for forty. Just because I feel like the box is a little lacking with storage. And for $40, there's just there's a lot of upgrades that should have happened. The monster cards could have been a little thicker. Like these are just yeah, like card like stock. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean they're fine for 20 or 30 bucks, I guess. But like But like the badges 
aren't yeah, legit. Player badges are like thick cardboard. <laughs> like you can like you can't even bend it. <laughs> and like the tokens are all really nice. Like the monster tokens are really cool. They're like, yep. super detailed with like the Wolfman and everything. It just I like the items all have little illustrations on them. I think what gets me the most is this. The player tokens. I hate when games give you little cardboards and they put you on a little peg, uh, whatever you want to call this, a stand, and you play like I feel like, like it's this. fine for the villagers. It's good for the villagers. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it for the villagers, but I do. The monsters are so nice, and I the know. players, they're nice cardboard. Like, they're better than other games I've seen with cardboard stand-ins, but yeah, it's the same I just feel like as the badge. they could have. I mean, what, there's... How many heroes are there? Six. Six heroes. So like six more minifigs wouldn't have made this game. I mean, that might have made it. I might have been better at $40 for that, too. It's tough, right? The map is awesome. The map is awesome. It's I, printed on both sides. So like it looks sharp when you open it up. Yeah. And when you open it up, I love that the back has an old like 1920s. When you, when you watch an old 1920s movie, it's black and white. And there's always a black screen with white text and it has like a spooky message and this has that that's cool yeah it is really cool and the americana one has like a message from the fbpi like the (laughs) paranormal activities on it so it's like them asking for help it's like a bulletin almost which looks really cool but like the the monster cards the perks even the perks like everything is illustrated like they they went so far on some aspects it, yeah. it's, I wonder if they just had to cut some stuff. Yeah, and I think cutting the, the card stock for the monster cards is fine. I won't think I would have cared much. If they would have put a little bit more organization in the box and if the player tokens were better, I don't think I would have batted an eye at $40. Imagine this, right? I think this would have been amazing. You have these, right? The I'm holding the <laughs> monster mat, but instead of this, it's this thick. Yeah, like the, the same badge. cardboard. However, in each of the spots, because some of these you have to place items, they're like indented. Yeah, the you, item fits on it. Yeah, that would be awesome. But you're just, talking sixty bucks at this point. I I would pay it just for that that satisfying like oh yeah, right in the middle. And if they could stand <laughs> up, that would be really cool. But again, you're talking because they're kind of hard to see them when you're playing on a, on a table. Yeah, they stood up. They stood better. up. That would help. So I and or it's even close. Like angle. It's close for forty dollars. I just I feel like. They could have done a little bit more, but there's a lot of licensing fees. I'm sure they had to pay. Oh, un- uh, I'm sure, right? Because it's all universal. It's all monsters. universal monsters. So like, I'm sure they had to pay some sort of crazy fees to be able to print the name Dracula, and not name him, call him like weird vampire guy. It's true. And there's so much aesthetic, right? There's so much here. It's great. I love it. At the same time, I want it to be better. <laughs> I wonder. And we were talking about a lot of the games that we've covered have expansions. And we've talked about what makes a good expansion in our mind. There's not really a good way to make an expansion for this game. I mean, they made a second standalone game, obviously, which is what I'm getting. But I wonder if an expansion could be like upgraded minifigs, something like that. I don't know if they could do an expansion. Because like, would you pay, you know, 20 bucks for some minifigs from the heroes? Yeah. The expansion would be hard because it's so themed for the current monsters. You'd have to like add a game board. Yeah, which you could. I mean, you could easily do a new game board. Like if you go into, let's say, the mansion and you take an action to enter the building, you could have a game board for the mansion with new new monsters in there or something like that. I guess they could add another level to it. But it would have to be a new board. 
you really couldn't add more monsters. I don't even know what you would add. No, I don't. I don't know what you would add. Um, but I think you could add complexity to the game. Let's see. By going into the buildings. But if if they just simply released an upgraded pieces, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I think that would be the first expansion I would go with if I was, you know, the game designers behind that. At the end of the day, where it sits at the price range it's currently at, which is around thirty dollars, twenty to thirty, buy it. Recommended. Yeah. Twenty to thirty, buy it. It was recommended to us by some friends that we play with. Yeah, I agree. For thirty bucks or below, I don't I don't worry about it. I buy it with no question. And it's perfect for the season. Yeah, perfect for the season for sure. I hope you enjoyed this game walkthrough. And with only one week left before Halloween, highly recommend grabbing this game when it's still on sale and giving it a play here soon with your friends. For upcoming episodes, we're going to go open the rule book on Machi Koro and a game above and below. Check back every Wednesday for new episodes. You can find our page on Instagram at Where is the Rulebook or email us at Where is the Rulebook at gmail.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating on your podcast app today. This season is sponsored by TC Paintball, local to Traverse City, Michigan. TC Paintball is a paintball, airsoft, tabletop, card, and board game store that excels at bringing in the community to enjoy all of our hobbies. But all of these games are either owned by one or both of us and are not paid sponsorships. Also, to all of our listeners, you can receive 10% off all board games and 15% off the featured board game each month just by mentioning Where is the Rulebook? And a huge thank you to John Ransom for making our theme song and the music you listen to while we're playing the game. And if you love that song as much as we do, check out Jack Pine for more music with John. Thanks for playing.